Garfield Japan. Yo, what's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fitted Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tokyo. That's right. As you fine folks know, Got Fitted Japan is about two dudes, booze. Japan in the news. That's right, Tommy. What episode is this? I believe it's 517. 517. You know, since we're doing like three shows a week now, or like a show like every other day, we're going to be close to 600 in about a month. I know, dude. This is like crazy because like no end in sight, right? So like as far as we know, like everything's going to be locked down for like, I don't know, another fucking month or whatever. Well, who knows, man, but uh, that's good for you faders out there because we are doing shows almost every other day or every couple of days and stuff just to give you something to do while you're stuck at home. You're bored going out of your mind, but you got a whole liquor cabinet full of booze, and there's something for you to listen to. Got Vita Japan in the news. Hey, that rhymed. That was pretty yeah. good, right? <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? Like, I agree with you. Speaking of liquor cabinet, I think I figured I'd bust in my liquor cabinet and get, bring this out. Holy shit, that is badass, dude. Please describe that. Uh, it's the fucking official Fist of the North Star, Shochu. That is right. With uh, the main character, Ken Stamon. Yeah, who's, who's, who's a complete fucking badass. Yeah, did you ever watch... All right, everybody's seen the movie. Have you ever watched the TV show? Uh, Yeah. I saw some of it. I don't know if I saw all of it. I think I saw the old, old original one. Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw some of it on Netflix. Yeah, it, the old one, the original one, is like from the 1970s, like late 1970s or early 1980s. It is super dated. But, um, yeah, it's actually pretty good. It's not as graphic as the movie, though. Yeah, um, yeah I know what you're talking about. Yeah, this, uh, late 70s, early 80s. That seems about right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's pretty fucking crazy, yeah, but... It's good. And you know, you know, I saw like, did you, you know, they re-released like the original comics in full color. Oh no, I didn't know that. Uh, this not recently, but it was a couple of years ago. They made like a big deal about it, but like, I mean, yeah, they took the original comic. They, they blew it up and made it like, you know, like American comic book. It's more of a graphic. Novels so that had like, you know, this, like, you know, I, 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 well, dude, I can't hear anything you are saying. All the words coming out of your mouth sound like R two D two. Oh, there we go. Lost the connection. <coughs> are you back? Hello. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Say, just, just say. Yeah, I'm here. Just say everything you just said for the last two minutes. Okay. Yeah, but like I was saying earlier, man, like, um, yeah, what was it? They re-released the comic book, and I mean the, the original comic, so they blew it up to make it like, you know, the American comic book size, not like the Japanese manga. Mm-hmm. Plus, they like they gave it like the graphic no- uh, novel treatment, so we're talking like a, n- a nice, slick, like glossy, like hardcover oh, on cool. it, plus like you, you open it up. You open it up and like, how do you say, like all the fucking artwork is there and it's just like the coloring and shading, everything is just gorgeous. I mean, seriously, it, it looked like literally like Ken and all the other characters are just going to jump off the page and punch you in the face. Oh, that's awesome. Did they, is it, does everything look hand drawn or does it look like it was made on like Photoshop or something? Um, it's hard to say. It's just, mm, this is, 
I, I'm not an expert on art. Like, how, how do you say, like, you, you're the artist, not me, but like, you know more about this. I think it, it still had that hand-drawn aesthetic, but I think what they probably did is I think they maybe, like, went back and touched it up with Photoshop. Oh, yeah, they all do that now. But um, yeah. some some comic books, like, right, like when Spawn came out, you know, like, when Spawn came out, it just looked too perfect. I mean, visually, it was stunning. It was beautiful. The colors were magnificent. But... And that's because everything was done in Photoshop. But the thing is, though, when you do that, you lose that grainy, grimy kind of edge to it, you know? So, and that's one thing that a lot of Japanese manga comics have is they have that hand-drawn look to it. And it looks a little bit grindy and grimy. You know, it's got that character that uh, you just love, right? No, I agree with you, dude. I agree with you 100%. Like, yeah, there's, there's a certain like aesthetics, like that old kind of old school, kind of a little bit rough looking kind of comics like yeah i know i, I see what you're saying yeah but i yeah. think like yeah because spawn was uh image originally wasn't it and i think all of them like they they did look really good on the page how, how do you say because I, I like the art style because it had kind of this uh, aesthetic it was halfway between like american comics and kind of the manga style it was just like hybrid and I, I always thought was kind of cool yeah that is kind of cool awesome man all right well i'm gonna have to get my hands on some of these uh after the apocalypse yeah, so here's for that. So we're after the end of the world, I hope hopefully I can find this shit. <laughs> then again, yeah. I'll tell you one thing. Uh, one thing, you know what? At the end of the world, all this digital shit might be meaningless, but paper may be, it may come back in fashion. Yeah, you never know. Just like, uh, yeah, that's that's a good point though, because like you know, records had their heyday where they kind of made a comeback, and like you know, certain like retro stuff is periodically makes comebacks. Well, I mean, no, this this is going to make a comeback because of necessity. Uh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's a little bit different. But okay, okay. I see, I see. Yeah, man. So basically, I'm catching up on a lot of anime. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it. What have you been doing? What you been doing, Tame? <clears throat> have you left the house? Well, <laughs> same old, same old, man. Yeah, dude. I've just been chilling with my kid. It was like shit weather today, so I didn't really want to go out. Um, fucking chilling with my kid, watching Netflix. That's about it. Cool, cool, cool. Tiger King. Uh, I'm halfway through. Halfway through. How many episodes? Four. Four out oh, of eight. Oh, you're on four. Okay. Well, the last one kind of sucks, dark, right? Yeah, it gets pretty dark, but yeah, it's just like, yeah, you. I think you're right about that series, man. Like you said, like man, like it's crazy, but like. You know, it's all this fucking crazy shits coming at you. Just when you can't think it gets crazier, they just managed to up the ante with every episode. Yep. You know, they're going to make a movie out of the Tiger King, right? It's going to be like a two-hour full-length movie. But the thing is, I think every fucking episode could be a movie. Like, I mean, they can make a whole movie just about Karen, what's her name, Carol Baskin. They can make a whole movie just about episode three where she murders her husband and then feeds her husband's corpse to the tigers. Well, allegedly, but yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. I was, I was watching that. Yeah, I, you know, I, I was I saw that episode. I was like, "Fuck, man, shit, be real." Oh yeah, no, they can make like five different movies out of this whole fucking show. They can make a movie about what like all the characters are doing now. I guess. No, but yeah, but I did. I just think I did re- read that in the internet because like they're doing casting for a biopic, and they're, they're having trouble finding like the right guy to play, you know, Joe, good old Joe. Who do you think should play Joe? Fuck, dude. I don't know, man. Okay. I'm thinking David Spade or... I mean, because he did do Joe Dirt. Um, David... uh, with the bullet? Yeah. I, I, actually, I, I was about ready to say, hell no, I just don't think he's the right actor. But then, then you say Joe Dirt, and I remember the mullet and everything. He's, he's kind of quirky. So, okay, I'll give you that. He could pull it off. What do you think about Bruce Willis? No, he's too old, dude. <laughs> Bruce Willis, if he lost a little weight, he could do the look. But the acting, I don't think Bruce has got it in him to do that kind of acting. Nah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I like Bruce Willis, and I think he's. I think he's a good actor and everything. Well, he's he's a good actor for a certain type to play that John McClane, like you know, type. Mm-hmm. But I just, I, I'm I'm sorry. No offense. I just don't think he has the best range. Yeah, you know? you're right. He's he, good he's, at playing awesome. him. Yeah, he's an awesome action star, which. Fair enough, man. The dude's collect, met, made Bad Bank and he's collecting a paycheck. So, like, I don't begrudge him for that. But, like, yeah, I, I just I don't see him do, doing too many, like, serious dramas or, or a biopic or anything, like, artsy like that. It's like, nah, just have him be John McClane-ish and just kind of, like, let him do his thing. 
You know what? I think if Hollywood does this or Netflix or whoever, I think they should just get a bunch of no names. I think they should get a bunch of no names, but very talented actors to be in this movie. I don't think they should get the Hollywood's top 10. I think right now, probably every Hollywood actor wants to be in this movie because everybody loves this documentary so much. Yeah, dude, I know. I see your point. Like, I, I, I kind of feel that way a, a lot of times about like, some of the comic book movies as, as much as cool as it is to see like, you know, some really awesome, you know, well-known actors to play like some of these cool characters that are talented. It's kind of fucking cool. And they get like, you know, some nobodies like, let's see, let's look at it. Like, you know, fucking worked out for um, good old uh, Wolverine, didn't it? Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Cause he was basically, he's, he's just basically a nobody before this. Now, like, goddamn, he is fucking Wolverine. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can't imagine anybody else playing Wolverine now. Yeah. Or uh, fucking Spider-Man. Whoa, no, 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 no. There's already been like five like five actors who have played Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like every like four years, there's like a new Spider-Man movie with a new actor. But um, yeah. Um, yeah, I see your point. All right. All right. Hugh Jackman. You know, Hugh Jackman, he could probably play uh, Joe. Think so? Well, I mean, the guy, uh. I mean, he's pretty talented. I, I think he could do it. No, no, he's he's talented. Like he's been in some musicals, and I guess he's got like a musical background, so he can sing. I mean, that's cool, man. I mean, like you know, good good for him. But you know, but, Joe like, didn't sing his, like, those actual songs. He was lip syncing. Oh, I'm sure he was, dude. I I kind of like, I don't know, as, as much of like, how do you say, like, I don't know, I don't I don't want to say performer, like kind of a character that he plays, and like I, I was kind of out there. As much of a, I don't know, what, what's the right for, word for it, an attention grabber that he is. Like I just didn't see him be Drama you know, queen. singing. A prima donna drama queen. There you go. Yeah. Also, another thing about Bruce Willis playing him, I just don't see Bruce Willis playing a gay man. That'd be weird. No, I was, dude, to be honest, I was just bullshit about Bruce Willis. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> okay. Okay. I thought I, for a second there, I was like, seriously? No, dude. I mean, Bruce Willis playing him. I think Danny DeVito could probably do a better Joe than Bruce Willis, man. Oh my god, dude! Don't be don't, don't be getting too crazy, man. Somebody might hear this and be like, you know what? You know, if Joe Pesci was a little bit younger, maybe he could pull it off. Because Joe Pesci, he does have a musical career, you know. I mean, he did have a, a hip hop video, and he liked that. Uh, he did do a. I guess, I guess he was in like a band, like Jersey Boys or something. And Joe Pesci is the right height. I mean, they're both like five foot six or something. Is he is he is he like a little guy? Uh, yeah, dude, Joe Pesci. Like, dude, Joe, Joe Pesci is shorter than me. No, no, I, I, I know, I know, I know, Joe Pesci's a short dude, but like, you know, like Joe. No, Joe's Joe seems like a, Well, he seems like a pretty short guy too. I mean, he doesn't seem that tall. I, I, don't know. I, was, I thought, I thought, like, I got the impression he was kind of taller, just kind of you know, beanpole skinny. But I don't no, know. dude, he's wearing cowboy boots. That, that's an extra, like, cowboy boots are the high heel for men, okay? If you're a short dude and you wear cowboy boots, that's an extra three inches, man. Oh, don't don't, don't forget the fucking big old belt buckle. That's got to be a couple extra inches there. Well, not, that makes her dick not, look not big. Not necessarily height-wise, but just like the fucking confidence builder. Wait a second. Does a big belt buckle make your dick look big, or does it make your dick look small? Because if you got a small little belt buckle, and then you look at your wiener, your wiener looks really massive, right? But if you get this huge belt buckle with, like, I don't know, it's got horns on it and some kind of, like, a cow head or whatever, it, dude, that makes your dick, it doesn't matter how big your dick is, it makes your dick look small, right? I, I would think, yeah, I would think a big-ass belt buckle would make your dick look small. If nothing else, man, it makes it look like you're overcompensating, right? Or... Is the belt buckle kind of like a single, right? If you got this big silver shiny or gold like belt buckle and you walk into a room, everybody doesn't look at you in your eyes. They look at your belt buckle because it's shining. It's reflecting light and stuff. You know, it's attracting your eye. So you look there and then you're automatically attracted or at least looking around like the guy's package area. So if you're stuck sticking a couple of socks or something in your underwear to make your like unit look really big and then you got a big, huge belt buckle, dude, that right there could be an attraction for the ladies maybe the cowboys knew something that we just didn't know in the city sure why not you can imagine some like fucking you know fucking cowboy walk into a fucking bar or whatever and be like hey sorry ma'am my eyes are up here 
Yep, there you go. But then again, they wear those big cowboy hats. So maybe you're, if you see a cowboy, maybe your your eyes automatically go to like the the cowboy hat if it's like really big and shiny and it's got sparkles or something. I don't know. I'm from the city. I don't know what the fuck the fucking hillbillies do. But the thing is, you know, I, where do you look? Or do you look at the whole thing? You're just like, oh, you know, you look from up to down or something. I don't know. They got, see, that's the thing. Cowboys for being so manly are pretty flashy dude i mean if they got those big boots on that that make them look tall and they got the little spur things in the back and then they got these this this belt buckle and then they got that tie they don't wear like a regular tie they wear like that boa tie thing or whatever it's weird you know that 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 tie that they wear why are they wearing that tie thing anyway what what does it even do because they're not even wearing a dress shirt they're wearing a cowboy shirt right why does the cowboy shirt need a cowboy tie isn't that kind of ridiculous it's like yo even though I'm all party, I'm business too. Woohoo! You know, and then they wear a cowboy hat, and then they got that that Cub Scout Boy Scout thing, that that bandana thing that goes around their neck, and then and then they ride a horse. <laughs> I don't know, dude, but I think you might be onto something. Maybe this might be the look for you, dude. Because, like, let's face it, you're you're like a pretty little guy, but like, you wear like you wear like some fucking cowboy boots that you, know, you wear a couple cow, you know some cowboy boots that'll add a couple of inches to your height or at least okay. make you seem taller i'm getting then, yeah. then you can, yeah you can you can wear the little little bit of fucking bling bling on there like you know fucking amp up like yo i got the confidence and i'll check out my package then you okay, got the got fucking the hat that'll that'll make that'll make you seem even taller dude I, I think I'm going to go to Oklahoma after this, man. I'm going to survive this apocalypse, and I'm going to get on the first damn plane, and I'm going to go to Oklahoma, dude, and I'm going to be tall. <laughs> oh, wait a second. I'm married. I don't need to pick up any chicks or anything. Never mind. I'm staying in Tokyo. Nah, I was going to say, man. Yeah, you, you can stay in Tokyo where you're basically regular height. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, well, at least I don't bang my oh, head all the time. Same, man. Yeah, since, you, since you've been happily married for a while, I think you kind of missed your boat on that one. But hey, man. I'd say it is always 2020, right? 2020 indeed. Oh, man. All right. Well, shit, dude. On that note, I think it's time to get into the news. What do you think? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Okay. Oh, I got first story. Cool. Yeah, go for it. Okay. All right. Tom, uh, you've had a lot of issues with a lot of jobs here in Japan, but have you ever seen violence in the workplace? That I have. You have. You've seen violence in the workplace. Wait, sexual violence? Oh, not sexual violence. Jesus Christ. No, I've not seen. No, I haven't. Okay, just physical violence. Yeah, dude, I worked for like factory jobs. Like, you know, there was, yeah, I I worked factory jobs as like a summer job when I was in college. No, 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 no. In Japan. In Japan. (laughs) Well, we're talking about like a little bit of school violence. I've seen like, Teachers like smack the back of kids' heads before. Typical. Not like not rough them up, but like trying to think. Actually, not. I don't think so. No. Okay. You? Uh, I have not, but this story does involve a little bit of work and a little bit of violence. Here we go. Boss punches employee who came to work after being told to stay home for coronavirus risk. Dun da da dun da da dun da da dun dun da da dun da dun 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 Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe last week declared an official state of emergency in Tokyo as well as prefectures in Kanagawa, Chiba, Saitama, Osaka, Hyogo, and Fukuoka, even in other parts of the country, though the announcement has people on edge and reevaluating the level of caution they should be using in order to stay safe and prevent transfer of the coronavirus and Yamagata Prefecture Governor E. Uh, a. Miko Yoshimura has asked residents to refrain from traveling outside the prefecture. Okay, so she's got a prefectural uh, block, I guess. Uh, nonetheless, a 20-something employee of a construction company in Yamagata Prefecture didn't just refuse to stay home, but went all the way over the border to Sendai in Miyagai Prefecture on his day off. Because of that, his manager told him to stay home from work as a precaution against the potential spreading of the infection to his co-workers and anyone else he could come in contact with along the way. However, the employee ignored 
delivered the order and showed up at a job site in Yamagata, Sakata City on April 8th. This guy is breaking all the rules. Dude, when you're asked to stay home, you stay the fuck home, man. Seriously, you enjoy a little Nintendo time, maybe watch a little Red Tube, listen to some Got Faded Japan. You do not get on a fucking train and then you go and infect all your co-workers, unless you hate them. Uh, after the manager, who's 46-year-old, found out, he issued an on-site reprimandation to the younger employee by punching him in the face and striking him in the head. You know what? This guy, then basically what happened was the cops came and they arrested the manager. And this manager is going to go to jail. He's probably got a lawsuit on his hands. But you know what? I think these charges should be dropped, dude. This boss right here, I will work for. This is a boss that doesn't take any shit. This boss basically is the kind of boss that says, you know what? You break the rules and you're going to get the horns of the bull. And that's what he did, man. He fucking bitch smacked this motherfucker. And he's like, get the fuck out of my fucking company you're fired dude fucking give this guy a badge rocky drink in the air right now cheers come by mofo to you tom thoughts yeah man there's a lot going on here like i mean the guy's a construction worker i see like you know because like if he doesn't go to work he doesn't get paid so i see why he's going to work but like i also agree like it's the fucking boss man and i know one thing like you're gonna say about japanese like culture and society is like they're polite and they are super fucking polite. But like, I think like that's just the image. You haven't seen some of these like guys that are blue collar workers and do like actual manual labor, like doing fucking construction. Mm-hmm. And I'll guarantee you these guys are just like, just as fucking hardcore as the Western counterparts. You know, they like going out, like, you know, drinking beer, watching wrestling and sports and like, you know, partying at dive bars and picking up chicks and like you fucking name it so like yeah dude like if your boss like i guarantee you this kid like his boss was what like how old was he 46 56 hell yeah 46 years old man boss of the year in my book yeah so no so see like yeah he should like this young this uh strapping young buck here shouldn't have with him dude because like i guarantee you that, that the dude's been 46 and like you know he's the boss or he's a construction foreman I will guarantee you that motherfucker has seen some shit in his day. And I'll guarantee you he's been in plenty of bar brawls or fights or whatever. And oh, yeah. So if he fucking if he told this like, you know, younger dude is like, yo, man, you fucking broke the rules, you got to stay home, it's a safety measure. Like he's you gotta respect that. So totally. yeah, man. Fucking yo. boss like whacked him. No, he didn't get whacked, but he just got beaten up. But the thing is, all right, I think, I think, you know, if, if I find out who this guy is, I want to hire this guy. I'm like, yo, I will give you 50 bucks if you go to the park down the street from where I live and you beat up all the fucking kids that are going to that park and drinking beer every single day when we're supposed to be in quarantine. I'm seriously, this guy could have a new job, a new profession. Let's just say, let's say a company has these fucking employees that are fucking coming to work, coming to the office and shit when they're not supposed to. They should call up this. This guy, this guy, they call him Rocky. They call him Rocky Rocks. He comes in and he fucking just like comes in. He's like, okay, who's the guy? And you're like, that fucker there and that fucker there. You point him out and then Rocky Rocks runs up to them and pops him in the face and says, get the fuck home. That should be this guy's new job. Rocky Rocks, get the fuck home. Yeah, I don't I know. But like, how do you say it? But like, yeah, but that's, we're talking about people that are potentially infected with the coronavirus like, if this guy does that, man, he better be getting hazard pay, man, because that's fucking risky to walk up to somebody who might potentially have the virus and just fucking pop him one. I, I get what I get where you're going with this, and I'm sure it's fucking satisfying, you know, for for all of this, uh, you know, those of us that are staying at home and trying to take our, you know, certain precautions. I get how that's satisfying, but also, man, keep in mind this fucking dangerous shit. Okay, we put him in a space suit. He's in a space boot. Like, like one of the new spacesuits, not like the ones from like the 1980s, but one of the newer ones that look kind of cool. So he's in one of those so he can move around a bit and then he can, you know, he's completely safe. He's got an air tank and he's good to go. Uh, I Better yet, I got it. I, I, I got it. Like, I got it even better. Like, here's what, here's what we should do. Because, like, you can't expect this dude, like, you know, to walk around in, like, one of those fucking spacesuits, like, 24-7. Because, goddamn, I know he's a construction worker and I know he's, he's still doing ha- manual labor. But uh, how do I say this? Like, it's got to be fucking uncomfortable to be in one of those all day. So, like, he should have what he should do is he should go to work and he should have a support staff with him. To beat the shit out of all his employees that show up? <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so, so if, some, if somebody shows up, like, you know, they get like, a you know, a warning sign or something. He'd be like, you, Saito-san, get me the gloves. Yes, 
you, Barry, gets me the helmet. You know, then he gets all geared up, you know, does like, you know, a couple, you know, the, you know, gets, does the punching thing, you know, to get all warmed up. And then he just walks over and cracks him. So that way he's safe and he gets to keep it, keep doing his job. What if he has a baseball bat? So he's got a long baseball bat with that, and that would probably keep him, you know, where he's got arms length. That's about a meter. Baseball bat's a meter. That's like two meters. So with a baseball bat, you could be two meters away from the guy. So if you give him a big crack in the head with a baseball bat, that's pretty safe. I mean, if you're going to do that, attempt like, to murder. Well, you, you could go with like something. You could go with a bow staff. That's even longer, man. You just fucking. All right. I think we're overthinking this shit. All right. Next story. <laughs> wait, wait. You know, they got like lots of crazy fucking like we- ninja weapons, dude. Like the fucking chains and everything. Oh, a blow dart. <laughs> blow dart. I don't know about a blow dart. I don't, I don't think blow dart's quite delivering the message. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to kill him. <laughs> He's one yeah. of your employees. You just want to maim them a little bit. Anyway, yeah, we, next so we have, story. We, we have that, like, yeah, a, a wake-up tap or something, you know? Uh, yeah, with your wiener. Okay, next story, Tommy. Come on. All right, here we go. Uh, cheers. Tokyo Company will pay for telecommuting workers' online drinking parties. I am in. Wait, that's what we're doing now. Are we getting paid? <laughs> I don't know. Are we? Well, we lost a sponsor. <laughs> Oh yeah, fucking yeah. We should maybe talk. We can talk about that later. But like, yeah, sadly, one of our sponsors is gonna get shut down. It uh, is. Yeah, it was bound to happen. It was bound to happen. But yeah, yeah. Faders Gamuso, our beloved church, is closing. It partly due to the coronavirus, partly due to other stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm blaming it on the coronavirus. So, yeah, Gamuso is fucking done. I, I think they have, like, two more weeks left before they're going to shut the doors forever. And fuck, man, I'm, I'm considering breaking protocol and then going to fucking Gamuso for one last drink. Yeah, man, that's fucking sad because, like, they're a sponsor. So you and I have known for a while, but, like, we didn't want to say anything until we made the official announcement. And then, like, I saw online, like, quite a few official announcements kind of, you know, you know like, yo, man, I like that place. It's dope. There's a tear in my ear and all that. Tear Which, in my you know, ear. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I've been there near, probably as many times as you have, but like... Tom, I used to work there. I know, no shit. Like, so you bet you... What I'm saying is, I know you've been there a lot more than I have, but like, dude, I think pretty much every time I went out, I had a good time. From what be, like, you remember. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that too. Remember the uh, absinthe night? You remember absinthe night? Yeah, no. No, you I, don't. You do not remember absinthe night because you left. You just disappeared and took a taxi home. I'm looking out the window, I'm like, Tom just took a taxi home. He, you're my ride, you asshole. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no, I do not remember that night. Nah, dude. But, like, I was just going to say, man, it was, it's, it's a good place. They always had, like, you know, a nice fucking selection. Peewee's a cool fucking bartender. And every time I went there, I'd always had a good time and, like, met some really interesting characters, to say the least. To say the least. Yeah, that place was full was, of pirates. So good, good bands and, like, you know, the comedy guys would take over there once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good entertainment. Yeah. Yep, the Queens had a show there. Oh, man. Good yeah, times. So, good times. Yeah, these a change in times. But anyway, working from home and drinking from home are both part of the coronavirus countermeasures. While there's obviously never a good time for an outbreak of a lethal, highly contagious disease, we are at least lucky that the coronavirus pandemic is occurring at a time in human history when many jobs can be done from home. With modern technology, you can submit documents forge contracts, access databases, and conduct meetings remotely. And now, and now, one Japanese company wants its employees to get drunk with their coworkers remotely, too. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, sounds like my kind of company, dude. Maybe I should sign up for this. I should apply. Yeah. Uh, Tokyo-based Gree, one of Japan's largest mobile game companies, has its staff of some 1,700 people telecommuting these days. What, what with the state of emergency uh, declared for the city? As a tech-savvy outfit, the staff are likely is likely coping better than many in adapting, but Grease management is worried about the potential loss of morale, solidarity, and informal communication that comes from working in isolation. After all, if no one's going to be in the office, then no one's go- inviting each other to grab a drink at the bar across the street from the office workplace. So Gree's idea is to encourage coworkers to have online drinking parties, utilizing the same sort of video chat software they'd use for video conferences. The company is even willing to uh, pay, uh, partially uh, put the bill, as it's offering employees a budget of three thousand yen. 
Dude, that is all. Dude, if you're home at your place, 3,000 yen is the equivalent of 30 bucks. Dude, you can get yourself a couple of really good six packs for 30 bucks. So, I mean, you can get seriously shit-based. That or you could buy a pretty decent bottle of gin or shochu or some shit. 30 bucks. That's quite generous, man. Yeah, that's not bad. So, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, actually, getting anything and getting anything is just like in this day and age. It's like, fuck, I'll take an extra 30 bucks to buy booze with. Fuck, yeah, dude. Oh, shit. That's awesome. Glee, Glee, Glee. They uh, they made a lot of online games. I think they made yeah. like an equivalent of Candy Crush or something. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was it was not Candy Crush, but it's the equivalent. It was like a similar game to Candy Crush on here in Japan. So, so like a ca- kind of a casual puzzle game. Something like that. Something like that. I knew a guy that used to work for them, and their office is in Shibuya, right in the uh, Hikari building. How's that? Okay, uh, I'm not familiar with this company, but it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool company. Oh, obviously a fucking great company. <laughs> They're paying their employees to get fucking faded, dude. That's fucking dope as shit, yo. Okay. Uh, employees just need to hang on to the receipts and submit them at the end of the month to be reimbursed. The rules also state that their reimbursement is only available for food and drink consumed in the home. Delivery is okay, too, of course. Since staying home is the safest social distancing strategy. Oh, and non-alcoholic drinks are okay, too, since Gree says part of its impetus for the program is that co-workers who uh, ordinarily eat lunch together in or around the office aren't able to do so now. While it's a generous and heartwarming move on Gree's part, the new program is actually just a simple adaptation of its uh, existing framework under the company that has periodically paid for com- uh, employee parties. So yeah, the new f- normal of working under the coronavirus concerns is taking the time to get used to it. But at least one company is doing what, what it can to make the transition tasty and refreshing. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Fuck yeah, dude. Man, I'm, you know, I should probably get a job there. <laughs> I should. Mm, 30 bucks. Tom, what would you buy if you had a budget for 30 bucks a week just to drink with your colleagues on like a Friday night? Probably the same as ever. I just buy some of the Blue Boys. Blue Boys? Shit, yeah. dude. I would buy a really nice uh- bottle of shochu. Or maybe some sake. I don't know. I, I go for the good stuff. I get one bottle of the good stuff. Fuck beer. Dude. Oh, my God. Especially if the company's paying for it. 30 bucks, dude. You how, do- how, much does a bottle of, how much does a bottle of Desai cost? I know you like that. Uh, Desai costs about 50 bucks a bottle. Ooh. And up. And up. 50 bucks is like the average. And I think that's for Desai 50. Yeah, okay, so it's the good stuff. Ooh. The good stuff. Dude, Desai is like the best sake in the world. Faders, I don't care where you are. If you try Desai, you're going to love sake, man. Fucking, oh, God, it's like the best sake ever. Oh, my God. I'm going to name my kid Desai. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, shit. That was a good article, man. That's a good article. I'm going to uh, pump up the volume a bit and uh, take our car off the road with this story. It's got a little twist to it. All right, you ready? Man fatally stabbed on Tokyo Street. Okay, a 47-year-old Chinese man died after being found stabbed on the street in Tokyo on Sunday morning. Now, this is a Chinese man that's stabbed and dead in Tokyo right now on April. Was it April 12th? Now, the thing is, though, when I first read this article, I was like, dude, fucking shit's getting racist. Oh, my God. This guy, he got killed. He's Chinese. It's probably a racist <laughs> crime. But no, there's a twist. According to police, a passerby found the man bleeding from multiple stab wounds to his stomach, collapsed on the street crossing in Edogawa Ward at around 1.35 a.m. Fuji TV reported, police said the man identified as Tatsuro Sancho was taken to a hospital where he died about an hour later. Poor guy, dude. Dying in the streets. Um, At around 4.30 a.m., a man called 110, a.k.a. 911, from a Chinese restaurant about 200 meters from the scene of the stabbing and said he was injured. Police said the caller was a Chinese man in his 30s who had apparently stabbed himself. A blood-stained knife was behind him. Police said his life is not in danger and will wait until he recovers before questioning him about Cho's murder. The incident occurred about 700 meters from Kasai Station on the Tozai subway line. Okay, so you've got two Chinese dudes and a Chinese restaurant for some reason. Okay, so one Chinese... They work there. 
Maybe they work there. Maybe they work there. All right. Maybe they work there or maybe they're patrons. Who knows? But you've got one Chinese dude that's dead from multiple stab wounds and then another Chinese dude who's stabbed but alive and has the knife. What do you think happened? I think they got into a knife fight, man. I, I, guarantee, I guarantee you, dude. And it started at a Chinese restaurant. Boom. These guys are fucking cooks, man. They had a fucking dispute <laughs> at the workplace. And like, didn't, didn't we have this discussion the last time? Never have a fight in a kitchen because there's too many fucking, you know, like weapons in there. It's just oh. shit can go wrong. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Never fight someone in the kitchen, especially if you're related to them. Like yeah. the guy who not, got not, stabbed not, by his wife. These guys aren't related. Not, not only that, yo, but like, I think this would have been a really good time if these two dudes were in the fucking kitchen holding knives. I think it would have been a really good time to put the knives down and be like, yo, you want to step outside? Well, that's the manly thing to do. But these guys, yeah. well, okay, wait, wait. You think they got in a fight about dim sum or some shit? Why? Wait, wait like one guy got stabbed and know, ran a, away. A, Another guy was running and fell on his knife, or maybe they both stabbed each other and then ran away from the from the restaurant so they didn't get blood on the floor or something. That doesn't make any sense. Or maybe they finished know. their job, and after they finished their job, they're walking home. Maybe they're roommates or something. I don't know. And uh, maybe they got in an argument, but one of the chefs accidentally kept one of the knives and he stabbed his his colleague right blah 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 you know he shanks him down and he's like oh shit i just killed cho and so he runs away to avoid getting busted right but then he trips and he falls on his own knife that's how he got stabbed because you've got one knife two bodies you know what i'm saying i think i think maybe like one i think these two guys just got really wasted at work and they're like yo man you suck when you're cutting vegetables. This is like, I can cut better than you. No, fuck you. I can cut better than you. They got into an argument. So the, you know, fuck it. Let's see. You can stab the best. So it's like, okay, I stab you. Then you stab me. Like the whole Rochambeau thing. Oh uh, yeah, dude. I don't know. With uh, knives. Uh, really, I, I think they just did a Rochambeau, but with knives. I don't know, man. I don't know. Or maybe. Yeah, I think the dude that stabbed himself, like, I, th- I think he stabbed himself after the fact to be like, yo, dude, it was like totally self-defense because, you know, this guy came out with a knife and he got me. So I had to stab him back or some shit. I don't know. I think he fell on his knife, man. He's running away and he's carrying the knife as he's running away and he trips and he fell. Maybe he tripped on the knife and he fell over and stabbed himself. And then he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> now I got to call the cops. So he calls the cops and now he's busted. Mm. Or maybe ah, these are completely not related. Maybe, maybe, well, maybe, maybe it is a racist thing. Maybe some guy came up and stabbed the first guy, and then the second guy was running away, and then the guy was maybe the the guy was chasing the guy that was running away, and then he threw the knife, boom, and the knife hit the second Chinese guy, and the second Chinese guy fell down. He's got the knife in his back. He's like ah, and then the racist guy ran away. No, 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 like. If that happened, like the dude threw the knife, and I would say the guy missed, it went wide, and it, and then the Chinese guy probably turned back to taunt and be like, ha ha ha, you'll never catch, run run as fast as you can, never catch man, and then like tripped over the curb or something, and then landed on the knife, and then stabbed himself. Or maybe the knife was like a, a boomerang knife or something. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, you've got one body and one guy that's injured. I We don't know what's going to happen, but um, I don't know. Japanese people usually fold under pressure. So when the cops arrest them, a lot of times they just, you know, give themselves up. They're like, okay, I did it. This is how I did it. But these guys are Chinese and they got a different, like, um, a different way of dealing with the police. And I think yeah. maybe this guy might be more tight-lipped. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because you're you're right, dude. Because like, well, then again, I mean, we we've talked about this before. The, the cops definitely do sweat the guys when they're in there. Oh, they're good at that. Yeah. But yeah, they, they do fold like a cheap suit. I agree. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Yeah, a lot of these like yeah, some of the Chinese people, you know, because like fucking their government, everything should be crazy over there on occasion. So like, yeah, some of these guys have seen some shit. They're just like, you know, cops start sweating them. They're like, yeah, whatever's. I've seen. <laughs> you, I, I, I've seen this movie before. All right. <laughs> What are you going to do? Good cop, bad cop, or are you guys both bad cops? Come on. <laughs> this ain't my first rodeo. All right, next story. Okay. <clears throat> okay, let's uh, let's let's keep it a, like, a little bit lighter and a little bit more positive. So here's how to be like cool in the kitchen. Okay. Uh, Japanese wife creates Izakaya pub at home during a coronavirus outbreak. I'm there. I'm there. 
I would love to go to a bar. Also, I also I kind of feel obligated to read this one because like uh, it's just it's just it's really sad that there's been so many like instances of the divorce rate going up and like you know domestic violence issues because we we've covered a few of these before. So I just I, I wanted to like give something positive. Okay. So this is this is what happens when you have a really cool wife. Okay, when her husband can't go out to the izakaya during a pandemic. Oh, sorry, izakaya is like a traditional Japanese pub. Just in case, like anybody didn't know that you know a traditional Japanese bar or whatever. Uh, when your husband can't go out to the izakaya during a pandemic, you give the izakaya to him. When people back in Japan want to kick back and relax with friends over a meal with some drinks. In a casual setting, they head to an izakaya. These tavern-like restaurants, which range from big-name chains to small hole-in-the-wall establishments, can be found all around Japan. And while they're hugely popular on any given night, the government is now asking people to stay away from them to help stop the spread of the virus. Foregoing a drink with friends in an, uh, in an, at an izakaya is one of many unfortunate yet understandable changes people are having to make to their lives right now. One Twitter user in Japan recently showed us you don't have to you don't have to sacrifice all the fun of the izakaya while staying indoors. If you're lucky, you can bring the izakaya to you instead. Woo! Okay, this is this is a this is a quote from the dude, but like uh, he goes, "quote I asked my wife if it would be okay if I went out for a few drinks with my friends during the weekend, and she said no because duh, coronavirus." I immediately went home, and when I got the, okay, so so. This is kind of nice because a lot of Japanese dudes would be like, "Yeah, fuck you, bitch. I'm I'm going to, I'm going to the bar with my buddies. I don't give give a fuck what you say." But like, you know, this guy's like, "Well, I'm a, I'm a little bit sad, but you know, I I'll roll with it." Okay, so he's like, "I immediately went home, and when I got there, this menu was waiting for." As always, my wife is just too adorable. The menu is beautifully handwritten with an expression, uh, express uh, impressive variety of options to choose from. At the top right is a cute image of a blue penguin holding a sign that says, Welcome to Izakaya Bell Tree. Open from the time you get home. Closed. Last order uh, uh, at around 10 p.m. On the top left is a drinks menu, which lists the following beverage. Beer, Mikan Sour, Peach Sour, uh, Shiki Sawa Sour, Shikwasa? I don't even know what the fuck that is. Uh, grapefruit juice and green tea. Dude, I've never cried on this show, but I just dropped a tear, man. That is the most beautiful story we've ever covered. And actually, this is the most sane story we've ever covered on Got Faded Japan. My God, this guy, he definitely married up, dude. That is fucking a great story. I mean, you're bummed. You got you to gotta come home. You can't go to the bar with your boys and shit. And your wife's like, turn that frown upside down. And she makes your home into a bar. That is just awesome. It With a menu, and you got a maid. And you, dude, this is the best bar ever because you got a maid that you can have sex with. I was just about to say that, dude. Like after after his wife is like this cool and does all this shit for him, if he didn't go down on her and like munch that muffin and you know pleasure her, then like he's doing her a disservice, dude. Because like you know that's a pretty cool thing to do. So you should you do something to like you know reciprocate the feelings. You know what I'm saying? Time in the business, we call that dessert. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> dessert. Well, <laughs> bust out the whipped cream, baby. Uh... <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Man, what a good wife, dude. How's your wife treating you, man? Uh, have you had a divorce yet? <laughs> no. We Are you in not. the doghouse? <laughs> uh, no, we're pretty cool, though. Uh, okay, my, okay, honestly, my wife's not this cool, but, like, I can't really complain because she's been cooking really good meals, man. Oh, the last couple of times I've been talking to you, it seems like you're the one that's cooking all the meals. You made steak twice in a row. Uh, not twice in a row, but, like, twice in a week, one week. Yeah. Um, what else? Now, now she cooked like uh, shepherd's pie, which I thought was really fucking cool. Oh, wow. That's good. Holy smokes. Yeah, dude. My wife's been really cool, too. That, huh. the, the weird thing is like she's, she cooked it like maybe once like a month ago. Now she, she's been doing she don't shoot it maybe once a month now. But the weird thing is like, A, she didn't know even know what it was called. She just like figured out how to out how to do it from watching me make it. And she makes it a little different than I do. But it's like it's still good. And I have no complaints, man. It's like, fuck, it's pretty good. So my wife's been making burritos, dude, because she knows I love burritos. And um, yeah, it's like a Japanese twist on the burrito. But dude, they're still pretty awesome, man. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's fucking cool, man. Like, yeah, that, that's how you know you got a good wife. You know, she's like, she's like, oh, you like this shit? Let me make it for you. That's fucking cool. Are you in Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! yeah! 
Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! If you're gonna get your fit on, you gotta get your fit on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing, it comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fade on in style. Proper. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously, got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, Got Fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right, Got Fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com. That's www.gamuso.com. That's right. Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, Baders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Okay, dude. Last story for me. You ready? Yeah, go for it. Here we go. Two men arrested for attempting to rob a Tokyo jewelry store. Play the Pink Panther music. Tokyo, police in Tokyo have arrested two men on suspicion of two attempting to rob a jewelry store in Tokyo in February. According to police, Takahiko Murakami, 31, an unemployed resident of Saitama Prefecture, and Takio Hayashi, 32 years old, met online and plotted to rob a jewelry store in Ueno on February 4th. Sankai Shimbun reported the pair entered the store 
store at around 9.40 a.m. and injured the 76-year-old male manager by using a stun gun on his face. Getting tased in the face? That has got to fucking hurt, dude. That rattles your brain. No, especially, but you you said it before that he was like a manager who was 76 year old. That's got to fucking suck. Yeah, this is pretty much attempted murder. Guys, yeah, you're at it with burglary, all the burglary and assault charges and theft and all the other bullshit. Why don't you fucking slap him with attempted murder as well? Because fuck these guys. Yep, fuck them. Okay, there were no customers in the store at the time, and the manager managed to run out. <laughs> I thought I was reading it. The manager managed to run outside. The two men were unable to break into the safe and fled in a car. Amateur. Ding, 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 ding. Police said Murakami was arrested on suspicion of breaking into a home of an elderly man in Tokyo's Toshima Ward on New Year's Day. During questioning, his involvement in the Bots jewelry store heist came to light. So basically, this guy folded to one crime and then he admitted to another one. Dumbass. He admitted to meeting Hayashi on the social networking service on the dark web. Ooh, I want to talk about that. A corner of the internet with special browsers for hidden searches and search engines that users can use to visit anonymously to commit crimes and murder. Police said the two suspects broke into an English... The police said the two suspects spoke in broken English during the robbery. Oh, my God, dude. So they were trying to impersonate that there are foreigners, dude. So basically what these guys did, they're in there. And they're like, I am hungry. No, you hungry? I hungry. Money, please. Or something stupid like that, dude. Oh, man. He's from, from New York. Me love you long time. Me, no, dude, that's Vietnamese. Oh, man, dude. But this is so no, insane, I'm, dude. I'm just saying, like the fucking broken English, man. Oh, you want ring? I want ring too. We take ring. <laughs> Ringo on my finger. <laughs> oh my god. Wouldn't it be funny if like the, the store manager, the 76-year-old guy, actually spoke fluent English? He's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You guys are obviously Japanese. <laughs> Got tased in the face. And then he was able to run away. Dude, this 76-year-old guy is pretty hardcore, man. He got tased in the face. He's 76 years old, and he's able to escape. Well, fucking, these two fucking two stooges tried to fucking, like, break into the safe. Dude, you don't break into the safe. You take the safe with you. Everybody knows that, unless you can break into the safe. But these guys, oh, man, these guys are about as dumb as the fucking thieves in the movie Killing Zoe, dude. Yeah. Dude, like, yeah, there's so much going on here. Yeah, yeah. Again, I was gonna say, I bring that up too. Props to this fucking seventy-eight year, seventy-six-year-old for taking a fucking taser to the face and still being able to, like, you know, I just say, physically and mentally aware to go. I just say to nope his way the fuck out of there and be like, yeah, fuck this dude. I don't get paid enough for this and just you know fucking make a run for it. So good for him. Yeah, seventy-six years awesome, old. Dude. Yeah, dude, fucking a taser to the face, dude. Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. This guy is so hard as nails. Face, but still, that's, that's pretty hardcore. Also, where do these guys get their fucking ideas for, for robbing a jewelry store? Did, like, you know, the fucking Acme company? What's, what the fuck is going on here? Like These guys are like Abbott and Costello, just fucking running around in circles trying to do a fucking good job, but they always fucking fail, dude. I, I, I can't believe they fucking went in there, and then they're like, oh, all the jewelry's in the safe, all the money's in the safe, and then they fucking couldn't open up the safe because the thing is, well, fuck it. The, the, thing, is, I, the thing is, don't do this. <laughs> oh, man. What a fucking it, couple it, of idiots. It, it, it does sound like, you know, kind of Three Stooges kind of dumbass humor. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really, this point, yeah, these, these guys aren't the sharpest tools in the shed. Sure, I grant you that. At this point, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't try to taser the fucking safe open. Or sorry, stun get the safe open. That's probably Dude, what they did. <laughs> it's that? not working. Yeah, there you go. Oh, man. Like, another thing is the dark web. So, is the dark web... Have you ever seen the dark web? Have you used it? Uh, I... I don't spend a lot of time on it. I've seen it before because I've had friends that are really into computers show it to me. But, like, dude, like, I have no desire to be poking around in there because, I don't know, I don't know, because I'm not a fucking criminal. Also, you do realize there's shit tons of kitty porn on there, and I just, like, I don't want to go on there and see something that I can't unsee, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like that, um, have you ever used the website or seen the website Steak and Cheese? Back in the day, oh god, steak and cheese, oh dude, it was just like two minute videos of just like the worst, brutally 
horrible murders, dude. It was just so messed up. Murders, violent crime, car just all of the above, dude. Steak and cheese back in the day, it was just horrible. I think that was kind of the precursor to the dark web. But the dark web, yeah, you can do all sorts of crazy shit on it. I personally have never seen it. I've never used it. I have no... I have no intention to use it. Um, anyway, my, my question is, is the dark web in Japanese? Is it in every language? I thought it would just be in English. I, I think it'd be in a little bit of everything, dude. Holy shit. The dark web. I, mean, I don't I even know how to access the dark web. Oh, man. Well, that's pretty interesting. But these two fucking like, idiots met each other on the dark web just with the intent to robbing a fucking jewelry store. How fucking stupid is that? That's uh, pretty dumb, dude. And I obviously weren't the brightest guys either. No, oh, man. No, not at all. I mean, one got busted for breaking into another elderly man's house on New Year's Day. Jesus Christ. But the thing is, breaking into an elderly person's house on New Year's Day is a fucking bad idea because New Year's Day is kind of like uh, Japanese Christmas. Everybody's together. The family's together. And the thing is, it, you break into somebody's house and there's like fucking 30 people there. You're going to get your ass kicked. Well, this guy hopefully got his ass kicked. And then he got arrested. Okay, yeah, was, uh, that's what I was saying, man. Dude, if you're going to break into somebody's, like, house or apartment on New Year's Day, you want to break into somebody young. Because, you know, like, a lot of the youngins is going to be out partying. But, like, a family house or, like, with old people? No fucking way, dude. Like, like you say, it's going to be packed. Yep, that's true. But then again, young people don't have money. So, I don't know. I guess it true. might be a catch-22 or something. Anyway, so, Tom, last story for you. Okay, uh, here we go. Japanese students start an online movement to keep schools closed amid the coronavirus fear. The kids are <laughs> yeah, right. right. I know. I'm yeah, sure this right. <laughs> I'm sure this is totally because, like, you know, for safety reasons only, right? Yeah, sure. Sure. Yep. Keep saying that. Yeah. Uh, okay. In late February, Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe asked that all schools in Japan were to be closed until April to stop the coronavirus from spreading. While students might have rejoiced at the fact that there was no school, it meant kids ended up being stuck inside the house all day. Students missed out on important events like their own graduation, although some figured out a novel way to do the, uh, to hold one anyway. Uh, basically, yeah, like they, they were having like graduations online, some of these like uh, video game programs. No bullshit. Uh, Twitch. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but come April, it was hoped that Japanese kids would finally be seeing their classmates again. And Hyogo Prefecture was one of many prefectures to announce that on April 8th, everything would be business as usual and all schools would be open once more. This turned out to be ar an arguably questionable decision, though, due to the fact that Hyogo currently has over 200 cases of coronavirus, with more being announced daily. And while kids battling with cabin fever welcomed the news, it was not wel a welcome announcement for many. Change.org petition was created by a student in Hyogo with the aim to close down all public schools in the area. The petition, named It's Ridiculous to Reopen Schools When the Virus has, Hasn't Been Contained, was created on April 3rd and currently has over 20,000 signatures. <laughs> I'm surprised it's only 20,000, man. You would think there'd be like an extra couple of zeros on that number. I mean, shit, dude. If I was a kid right now, dude, I would be loving life, dude. I'm like, what? No school? Dude, hell yeah, dude. I'm staying home, playing video games, chilling on Netflix, dude. Oh, man, dude. Yeah, uh, sign me up for that petition. In fact, you know, I'm not a student, but I might sign that petition too. <laughs> Keep yeah. the kids at like, home. Yeah, you remember my buddy Sean from Vancouver because we were chatting online. He's telling me like right now his oldest his oldest kid is seven years old and he's he's mad into video games like you know so like for him this is like the fucking coolest thing ever. He's like, what I I get to stay home all day and just play video games. He thinks this is like the fucking coolest thing ever. God, I'm so jealous. I'm so <laughs> jealous. Could you imagine being a kid right now? You've got no bills. You've got you've got no worries. You've got, you've got no worries at all. Your only thing is to stay home, play video games, and read comic books, eat junk food. Oh, my God. It's like every day is a holiday. Oh, that's so awesome. I mean, for us, kind of, it is kind of like that. But, I mean, we still got fucking bills and shit we got to pay. So there's a little bit of stress. You know, you're just like, oh, fuck. Uh, How long can I go? <laughs> I know, dude. I know, I know, I know. That's. I think that's... I think quite a few people are, yeah, like the finances are taking a bit of a hit and everyone's kind of like, you know, a bit worried. And yeah. like, oh, by the way, Faders, we do have a Patreon page. <laughs> there we go. Uh, oh, yeah, please, man. Please support us if you can, because me and Johnny are both feeling the pinch right now. 
Yep, 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 yep. But yeah, we're not forcing anybody to do it. If you don't have any money, don't fucking sign up for the Patreon page. Save your money and buy yourself some beers and just enjoy the ride. Uh, Yeah, but if you do have the money, we would really love to be supported. (laughs) Oh, shit. But yeah, dude, I wish I was a kid right now. That'd be fucking awesome. Especially like, you know, like 15, that age, whatever, where you just have zero fucks to give about anything. Oh, the good old days. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man i agree with you dude if i if i was a teenager i'd be loving this i'd just curl up with some fucking final fantasy and go nuts or some shit oh dude grand theft auto man grand theft auto it just that would be my world <laughs> you know remember the movie the never-ending story that would be my never-ending story grand theft <laughs> auto dude i would just be in the attic and i'd be there with my fucking nintendo or whatever and i'd just be playing that shit raw dog all night long dude i'd be fucking that machine left and right and center <laughs> dude oh man well on that note faders thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of got fitted japan we gave you six stories today and in a couple of days we're gonna have six more so please enjoy this show and see you next time and Definitely, definitely stay inside, be safe, wash your hands, wash your ass, do everything you can to not spread the virus if you got it. And if you don't got it, stay clean, man. Stay clean and stay green. Um, Yeah, Tom, is there anything you want to say? Nah, just like what you said, man. Yeah, try to stay safe. Try to, like, you know, fucking do what you can to get through it. Please, you like, I, I do think it's uplifting when I see, like, you know, fucking stories of people like uh this one like you know there was a fucking really cool wife gave her husband like you know the at-home bar and i saw i've seen pictures on like you know american news we're having block parties that are social distancing block parties and shit like that oh, i don't know about that <laughs> i would not be going outside but the thing is though faders if you're drinking right now listening to the show you're actually drinking with us because we're both drinking I'm drinking Tom's drink. Actually, Tom, you're drinking some fucking shochu. You're fucking really drinking. But, I mean, dude, right now, you are fucking partying with us. So fucking, yeah, dude. Welcome to the party. <laughs> we'll see you next time for the after hours. That's what it should be called. Got Faded Japan after hours. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. Well, on that note, faders, stay safe, stay faded, and peace. Bye-bye. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse. Lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Cow, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're good! Freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Eh, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.